So, as I was walking to class today, walking down the street, um, and actually for me, I'm, you know, I usually drive between 45 minutes and an hour to get here, and then I'm walking to get here. So this is like a long, it's kind of like a long buildup of momentum to finally get up here into the building to teach. Um, I started thinking about, because I lead these weekly meditations online on my website, and I was thinking about what I would like to talk about for this weekend, and a word came up for me, and that word was reset, this idea of reset. And uh, the past few days, I have been kind of tired, and for me, like when I'm tired for too long, I start to feel like grumpy or cranky, kind of like irritable, right? That feeling comes up. And um, we went to a friend's wedding in Vermont, and it was really nice. And you know, we stayed up very late with all these people, and it was just really beautiful time. And the next morning, we were driving back, and and I just started to feel kind of like annoyed and grumpy, and kind of just that feeling of yeah, almost like a, a cranky baby. Like I felt like I wanted to cry, like inside, like just that kind of emotional feeling. Uh, and I was with my girlfriend, and we ended up stopping at a farmer's market, and there was this river kind of running next to it. And we went to the farmer's market, we bought some stuff, and then we kind of stood at the river and we looked at each other and we just put our stuff down and we climbed down the rocks and ended up jumping into this river. And it was this really beautiful moment of, of connecting to nature and just the cold flowing water and then the green mountains around us and the fresh air and the sun. It was just this beautiful kind of uh, experience. But I also really felt that as it was happening, it was like, ah, like this deep kind of feeling of relief and this deep feeling of kind of um, healing almost, right? Like rejuvenation flowing back in. And then when we got out, I just, I felt so much better, right? And that I just had bathed in this fresh Vermont river, you know? Uh, and it was really this feeling that, you know, okay, now I feel okay again. You know, that it was almost like an energetic refresh, right? Or a physical and sensory refresh or kind of whatever that would be. And as I was walking here today, I was kind of reflecting on how meditation very much does the same thing. That meditation, no matter what you're going through and no matter how bad it is, and even if it's really bad, and if you're like really out of your center and you're really... Like I was really like cranky or like kind of like not a good place for a day or two. Um, to be able to sit and meditate, first of all, just to be able to sit with however you are is huge. It's super important. It's one of the harder things to do because usually when we don't feel good, we're trying to change our state. We're trying to get out of it, which is good but it's not always possible. But there are times where you are trying to change your state and for whatever reasons, you're just kind of stuck in that state. And, you know, there's some things that we have the power and the ability to change and some things that we don't. And that's just life, right? So to be able just to sit with yourself however you are and whatever's going on, I have found to be incredibly helpful because a lot of our problems also stem from our resistance to how things are. Um, it's not often the situation itself, but it's our resistance to it, right? That if there was, you know, knocking on the ceiling or something, right? It's, if you were upset by it, if you wanted it to be quiet and it wasn't, you'd be getting all upset in the whole meditation, you would just be upset, 
versus if there was knocking on the ceiling but you didn't really care and you were just totally happy in your breath and stuff yeah. it wouldn't bother you and and knocking it's just knocking it's just sound one of my teachers Achim Brahm said you know are you bothering the sound or is the sound bothering you <laughs> you know and that oftentimes it's that we are bothering the sound right that the world is just going about its business and it's usually us who reaches out and tries to say no I don't want it to be that way no I want it to be this way so to kind of let go of that control, to surrender, I guess would be the word, right? To surrender to whatever's going on, to allow yourself to feel it, to be with it, to sink into it, to become more comfortable with it, to also see that um, we don't have to be in kind of the fight or flight survival mode, which is what happens when we're upset, is that we want to get away from that, right? It's almost that same trigger of a fight or flight where we're fighting against it. Either we're fighting against the external situation that we think is causing it, or we blame ourselves and we're fighting against our own feelings mm. versus kind of just feeling what's going on and just saying, okay, this is what's happening right now. So I found it incredibly helpful in my practices when I can just take that time to stop and drop in. And also, you know, life is, uh, it's very busy. I think Ferris Bueller said, you know, life moves really fast. And sometimes you have to stop and look around or you'll miss it. And I also find, and I'm, I'm lucky that I teach meditation for a living because it also ensures that I'm meditating a lot. But I find that every time that I meditate and I drop in, it, it really brings me back to kind of just myself in a way. It brings me back from all of the movement, from all of the stories, from all of the busyness. And it just brings me back in connecting to, you know, what is this really about? Like, what are my actual aspirations in this life what really matters what really doesn't matter mm. um, and also just this feeling of well-being and wholeness that can happen when you just stop when you just stop and you just allow yourself to rest and just to be present and to be still and our mind is never still unless we still our mind um, our mind unfortunately is always moving even when you're sleeping you're dreaming we are all, the mind is constantly taking in information from the senses and processing it and thinking about it and feeling about it and doing and rolling and even when we do have a moment to stop it still kind of pushes us forward just because of this large mass of momentum we've built up and the only time that the mind really comes to that place of balance and stillness is when we orchestrate that ourselves when we really consciously take that time to drop into that space with the intention of bringing the mind there to rest the mind. Um, you know, the body, if you do nothing, the body is still. The body just would be a crumple on the floor. So it almost takes effort to move the body. Um, but the mind, it's almost the reverse, that just because of our habitual way of being, that our, our default state these days is actually movement and that it actually takes effort to bring the mind back to a place of stillness. And that's hard, and it's almost a paradox within itself because effort in itself is actually the antithesis of rest and stillness. So it's this weird thing where to meditate, you almost have to put the right kind of effort that you're not still creating more busyness in yourself. And the right kind of effort for meditation, it's really just the effort of intention, the effort of remembering what you're doing and what your goal is, the effort of um, understanding how the mind works, the effort of 
you know, allowing things to be how they are, the effort of letting go, the effort of relaxation. Um, it's the effort that leads to the cessation of effort. Right? One of my teachers also said, you know, talking is fine on a meditation retreat, but it should be talking that's leading to the cessation of talking. Right? I should be saying something that helps people get into meditation or that brings, pe- brings a situation or something to an end, to a resolution. Right? And the kind of effort you put in for meditation, it's the effort that leads to the cessation of effort. That the effort we put in is, is in a way that it, at the end of it, that's going to lead us to the place that we can then let go of having to put effort and actually truly rest. Yeah, and that's kind of the, the skill and the arts and the paradox of meditation is that you have to do something to not do something. Right? That you have to put in some, some, um, some of your work to then get to the place where you can really rest. And a lot of people, they, 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 they can't break through that crust. A lot of people, they'll sit and they'll just be working in the meditation and then give up, or they won't do anything in the meditation and then they'll give up. Uh, because if you're only working in the meditation, you're like, well, I'm just as tired as I was before. And if you do absolutely nothing in the meditation, then potentially you're going to just be spinning around in your thoughts the whole time and be like, well, this is like what happens when I lay down in bed at night when I like, let go. So there's kind of that fine balance between how do I kind of direct my mind, how do I put in a little bit of intention and effort to bring the mind. It's almost like if you are balancing um, on, the, on the equinox, uh, the, the, the moon is very close to the earth. And when I was a kid, I heard that on the equinox you can balance an egg. So one of the things that we used to do in our house is that you know, on the equinox, me and my mom would balance an egg in the morning and, you know, and as the day passed, eventually as it became night, the egg would fall over by itself because the gravity slowly shifted. And that kind of feeling of balancing that egg is very similar to how I feel when I'm meditating, is that it kind of takes this work to get it in the right place, and then you kind of do these little micro-movements, and then eventually you find that it's kind of right in that right sweet spot, and then you let go, and you can then back away. And it's probably the best metaphor I can give for when I'm practicing meditation myself is that first you have to really bring the mind into the arena right? you have to stand it upright and set it down and then you have to kind of give all these little micro adjustments to it you know? uh, I need to relax a little more oh I need to sit up a little bit straighter right? oh feel the breath flowing a little bit more oh bring in a little bit more relaxation okay now let go completely you're putting in too much effort and kind of these little micro movements until it eventually gets to that place where it just stays and stops all by itself. And then you just kind of back away. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where the magic happens too. Um, but that's a hard place to get to and you also have to know that it's possible. Because there's a lot of people that would try to balance an egg and because in their mind they're balancing an egg's impossible, they would try it for a couple seconds and give up and say, this is stupid, what am I even doing? And a lot of people do that with meditation. They start and they try and they say, this is stupid, of course I can't have a, you know, a calm mind, so I'm, I'm a mess and they give it up, you know? So it's really something that it does take effort and work and you have to do something, but simultaneously the end result is that it's just gonna be happening by itself and you will kind of rest. And even just for this little meditation we'll do today, um, they kind of say, you know, if you can't help, at least don't harm, right? So it's, you know, we're gonna, put our mind in the arena of meditation and we're going to kind of play around with those micro movements and see what we can do 
Uh, and if it doesn't work completely, right, if we don't get to that total place of rest and peace by the end where there's no thoughts and there's lights in our face and everything's, you know, uh, that doesn't matter. That's fine, right? So at least that we're bringing our mind in a good direction, at least that we're starting to think about it, at least that we're resting more, right, than we've been resting. Uh, that's enough. That's good. It's, the Buddha said at least incline your mind mm -hmm. towards it. And if you just incline your mind over enough time, then it'll really start happening because you're building up that new force and momentum. So uh, that's, that's the impulse for today's talk. And to really, again, just use this as a place of rest and to use this as a reset. To really say whatever's going on in my life, in my, in my mind today, whatever, I'm going to let it all go just for these 10, 15, 20 minutes. Just give myself a break, restore get back in my center, get back in my power, take a break from life for a couple seconds, breathe, and then when I come back, I'll feel much better and I'll be able to navigate and manage things um, because I found my place of stillness and rest.